0: The Ziggler Show, timeless inspiration from Zig Ziggler that's influenced over
1: 250 million people worldwide, inspiring true performance in your work and life today.
0: Episode number 299, welcome to the new Ziggler Show, where we give you the timeless messages of inspiration and hope from Zig Ziggler, then discuss how to walk them out in your life today. I'm the host of The Ziggler Show, Kevin Miller, and I'm here today with Ziggler CEO and proud son, Tom Ziggler. Today's show revolves around a message from Zig titled, Finding your true potential. We posted this 10 minute clip on Facebook two days ago, and we're going to listen to it in just a moment. And we asked if people believed they did, in fact, have more potential, you know, and if they're living up to their potential. Most responded very enthusiastically that yes, they did believe that they had more potential. But the main question really came back to how to find it. I feel like I have more potential. I want to live up to it. But how do I how do I discover that? How do I see what my potential is and then walk forward in that? So we're going to discuss that a little bit after we listen to the clip. Uh, before we play it, though, Tom, as we were saying uh, in, our, in our pre-show banter here, we have the new year on the horizon, Christmas uh, a few days away. What's happening in your world? Oh, my gosh. You know, at Ziegler, we just had our
1: Christmas uh, celebration brunch, you know, we decided this year to take the whole company to a brunch. We finished that about an hour ago, so today from 10 until 12, we were eating plate-sized omelets at the original Pancake House, uh, just having a good time. We were on a sprint to finish up the year strong, and I'm proud to say that our team exceeded our goals, and Kevin, you're part of that too. Uh, we exceeded our goals this year, so we're excited. In fact, 2014 was the best year that Ziggler's ever had. So we have many things to be thankful for. And a year from now, I'll say that 2014 was the second best year we've ever had because (laughs) 2015 is going to be the best year we've ever had. We're thankful to our fans, our Facebook followers, the podcast. I mean, I think we've had over like 25 million downloads of this podcast through the years. And we're going to add substantially to that this year. So we are just grateful on so many levels.
0: I mean, that, that is significant. You talk again about the main premise of Ziggler, of leaving a legacy, and how does that speak to it when Zig, who left planet Earth a year and a half ago, or just two years now? Two years ago. Two years ago. And yet 2014 is a banner year. That's what we all want to do is to create our legacy now, live within it, but then leave it behind and let it have something be that that grows uh, and does not fade away. So awesome. As you know, I'm dramatically honored to be a part of this. Uh, Well, hey, I'm going to play a clip. From your dad, from Zig, right now on finding your true potential. I, of course, listened to this a couple times. It's so classic. And then we're just going to spend a little bit of time afterwards discussing some of the aspects of finding your true potential. Those of you who are with us live right now, uh, the chat box is or the comment section right under the video, right here on Facebook, you can talk with us. We're paying attention to that. You can tag people if you want to bring somebody over here. Uh, But we really want to hear your true feedback on this on potential how do you feel where are you in finding your true potential in living within it and just discovering what that is and I think that's what some of the uh, most of the questions and comments that came back to us were about but we want to talk with you live right now this is like a talk radio show you can post that in there and we'll hit it as soon as we play this clip all right here we go here is Zig
2: around the turn of the century down in South Texas just outside of Beaumont There was a farmer selling much of his land. He was having to sell it simply because times were so tough, he couldn't feed his family. One day an oil company representative came along and said, Sir, you know, we think there might be oil on your property. Let us drill for it, and if we discover any, we'll pay you royalties on every barrel that we pump out. Well, he had nothing to lose, a great deal to gain, so he said, let's do it. Well, they drilled for the oil, and in those days, the derricks were made out of wood, And when they had a gusher, the gusher literally destroyed the derrick. And the greater the destruction, the greater the excitement because that meant an abundance of oil underneath. When this oil well came in, it literally obliterated the derrick. And before they could cap it, over 100,000 barrels of oil had flowed out. It was the world's introduction to Spindletop, the most productive oil well in history, Three oil companies uh, came out of that field. The man became an instant millionaire. Or did he? The reality is, he'd been a multi millionaire ever since he had acquired the property. But until they drilled for the oil, discovered it, brought it to the surface, and took it to the marketplace, it really had no value. I found a lot of people pretty much that way. They've got an awful lot underneath the surface. But until they bring it out and take it to the marketplace, they will never realize even a minute fraction of the benefits that they could bring themselves, their families, their friends, their community, and everyone else. The purpose of Strategies for Success is to share with you how do we discover the oil, how do we bring it to the surface, how do we take it to the marketplace, how can we learn to be so that we can do and do so that we can have. A few years ago, the Redhead and I, now, Some of you know that when I talk about my wife, I always call her the redhead. She's a decided redhead. I mean, one day she just decided that she was going to be a redhead. When I talk about her, I call her the redhead. When I'm talking to her, it's Sugar Baby. And her name is Jean. Jean. We went into one of the shopping centers to get a pair of glare proof glasses. A young man came up to us and said, usual question, may I help you? And I said, Yes. I'm looking for a pair of those glare proof glasses. And he said, Well, are you a photographer? I said no. He said, Are you a producer? I said no. He said, Well what are you? I said, I'm a speaker. He said, well, what do you talk about? I said, well, goal setting, self-image, winning relationships, uh, leadership, uh, things of that nature. He, he said, oh, kind of like Zig Ziglar. <laughs> 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 and uh, I said, well, sort of. <laughs> and the redhead pointed him me and she said, this is Zig Ziglar. Well, he's a very astute young man. He backed up just a minute or two and looked me over real good, and he said, oh, no. He said, this is not Zig Ziglar. I've seen him on videotapes, and he's always jumping up and down. You know, no, this is not Zig Ziglar. And so I said to her, I said, you see, sweetheart, I told you we couldn't fool this young man. He's probably looking for some 40- or 50-year-old codger, and he saw us youngsters walk in here, and he knew I could never be Zig Ziglar. And the young man said, that's right. Well, we went through the transaction, you know, and got to the area where we had to sign your name and surrender some money. And he said, now, what is your name? And I said, well, I spell it Z-I-G-L-A-R. And he backed up a step. He said, you are Zig Ziglar. I said, yeah, I have been for a long time. <laughs> now, the point I want to make is a very important one. You see, the young man had a picture of me. And the picture, as far as it went, was accurate. Because on occasion, I do jump up and down. The redhead said, I get excited reading a phone book. I mean, I, I, I really, that's my nature. But his picture was so narrow and so shallow, it didn't even begin to give a picture that was true or representative. I find that most people have pictures of themselves which are so narrow and so shallow that it really has nothing to do with who they are and what they're capable of being. You see, so many people have been told so many times for so long what they can't do, they have no idea what they can do. They don't have any earthly idea what they really want out of life because they don't know what's available to them. I could see where this gentleman could get it and I could see where this lady could have it and I could see where that lady and this guy could have it. But poor little old me, I could never have those things. What we got to work on is having the right picture of ourselves so that we can use the ability which we have. A number of years ago, a young depressed housewife was out in West Texas. It was one of those cold days. The wind was blowing. The dust was coming in all over the place. And, and she was feeling down and depressed and miserable. So miserable at the fact that uh, she decided that she didn't like where she was and she was going to do something about it. Uh, so what she did, she made a very basic decision. Now, I call this misery motivation. Mm-hmm. Uh, She was so unhappy, I'm going to do something about it. But one LT, the lady I'm talking about, determined she was going to do something. So she got busy. She went down to a bookstore and bought a whole bunch of books. I mean, she started reading and reading and reading. And she started getting enthused and motivated about what life really did have to offer. In other words, she had made the first step. She had taken the first one. Joe Sabba, who is a speaker friend of mine, says that you don't have to be great to start, but you got to start to be great. And she was reading those books for about six months. And one day uh, she went back down to the store and she picked up another book. As a matter of fact, it was on June 18, 1977. She picked up a book called See You at the Top. And she read something in there about some of the philosophies we'll be discussing throughout "Strategists for Success. She read something there that really grabbed her. And she, what the statement really was, was, well now, you know, the person uh, who can't read really is just as well off as the person who does read, but then does nothing about it. She decided that she was going to get busy. She called the office. She talked with my executive assistant, Laura Majors, found out where I was going to be speaking, went to the session, and her fire was really lit. I mean, she was excited. She was motivated. She made a decision that day, and she decided she was going to take some action. She decided that she wanted to become a sponsor, sponsoring seminars around this country. She had gone from a depressed housewife to a lady who who was a determined individual who could do a lot of things. It's not that she was not happy being a housewife, but she was unhappy with herself and what she was using as far as her abilities were concerned. When she made that little change, it was really very significant. Jerry Lynch, Ph.D., wrote a book, and the title of the book was in Runner's World, actually. He said, when you believe and think, I can, you activate your motivation, your commitment, your confidence, your concentration, and excitement, all of which relate directly to achievement. Wonderful place to start. And so she got that start, and she ended up sponsoring over 200 seminars in 43 cities around this country. I was privileged to be a part of many of those seminars, most of them as a matter of fact. Hundreds of thousands of people attended them. She had a chance to study speakers, which ones reached the audience properly, which ones had a message, which ones really did the job, and which ones were consistent in their lifestyles. And then she realized that a lot of them had a good message but didn't know how to deliver it. A lot of them had some good qualities, but didn't know how to market those qualities. And so she made a big decision. She decided, I'm going to become a coach. I'm going to open my own business this way. I'm going to become a coach and teach these teachers. The people who are teaching others, I want to teach them. The bottom line is today, this lady who was depressed a few years ago, is today one of the most motivated, excited, enthusiastic people you'll ever see. And she's teaching numbers of people how to share the concepts. See, she believes that you can have everything in life that you want if you will just help enough other people get what they want. And you're going to hear me say that a number of times. It works in your personal life, it works in your family life, and it also works in your business life. But it all starts with you. I'll say this a number of times. You've got to be before you can do. You've got to do before you can have. You've got to be the right kind of person. You've got to do the right things in order to have all that life has to offer.
0: Well, that is as powerful as, uh, as all of his messages. But that one is so profound, Tom, in potential, your ability. And again, for those of you who are with us, we've got a really big crowd with us right now watching this live show. This is the podcast that we are recording, but we are live on Facebook and we've got a lot of people here. I'm your host, Kevin Miller. This is Tom Ziegler who is with us. And we're just going to talk through some of these concepts here. Those of you who are with us live, you're welcome in the comments right under the video to give us some input. We'd love to hear from you. Though, Tom, I do want to lead off. If you You'll allow me with a lady named Barb Wells who on the Facebook fan page, the Ziggler fan page, she posted in and I just thought this was a great point to lead off, uh, lead off with. She said, I'm 60 years old and having to, yes, having to start a new life alone for myself. I do believe I have potential and I'm enthused about where I can take myself with my new life. I know it won't be easy, but it's a journey to uh, which I'm looking forward to. But, how to find my potential is the biggest challenge. And she got a bunch of comments under there from others saying, yes, I'm right with you. Uh, Finding that potential uh, realizing the extent of my abilities, I think. So Tom, I wanted to throw that at you and get your thoughts right off the bat.
1: Well, Kevin, that's a great question. You know, and it it really doesn't matter uh, what age we are, uh, what age uh, things happen you know, life, life throws us a curveball. You know, we could be 20, we could be 60. And Dad used to say this. I remember him answering this question a number of ways. He'd get the same question. Somebody would come up to him and they'd say, well, Mr. Ziegler, I'm, I'm 55 years old. I, I'm 48. I'm 60. And I've always wanted to do this, but after all, I'm 60. Why would I want to go back to school for three years to get that extra degree or to go in to become a doctor from a nurse or whatever? And Dad would just look at him and say, "Are you kidding me? Does your mama know where you are? I mean, are you old enough to be out on, the, on your own?" I mean let me ask you another question. In three years, how old are you going to be anyway?" right? And so the point is, is that whether it's by choice or we don't have a choice we're forced into something new. The reality is as time's going to go by anyway, so we might as well be focused on what we can become, what we can do and what we can have. And we unlock that potential of where we want to be. And so how do we discover what we want to be? Well, I, there's, a few, there's a few books that I love on that. And you're familiar with one of them, right? 48 Days to the Work You Love? I've heard of that one. <laughs> I've heard of that. Well, that's written by uh, Kevin's father, Dan Miller. And it's, you know, it's, it's just a great, you know, series of questions and thoughts and concepts that you walk yourself through to pinpoint, okay, what is the work I'm designed for? you know 48 days to the work I love so in less than a couple of months you can kind of pinpoint in the area that you want to go search there's another book that I love called the power of who now the power of who written by Bob Houdin that talks about our network our friends those who love us our friends will have insight into what they feel like our gifts are not only that when you discover the direction you want to go in, the people you love will help you connect with those people that are going to take you to the next level. So those are the two things. What is your potential? The other one that I love is our friend Joel Bogus. And by the way, Kevin, Joel's going to be in teaching our Monday morning devotional on January 5th, I believe. Excellent. And he's the one who said, you know, don't, don't get hung up with what's my ultimate purpose. Instead, focus on what your passion is. And I'd say the same thing as far as potential. Don't get hung up on what my ultimate potential is. Why don't we kind of focus first on what our passion is? Yeah. Because if we can find what our passion is, that's like a multiplier. That's like an exponent to our potential. So how do we find our, our passion? And the three questions that Joel shared so often is, whenever I've done something in the past, what was it that I was doing that made my heart sing? The second question is, what kind of problems do my friends bring me? Mm-hmm. Right, because that's what I'm gifted in. And, and, the, and the third question is, what big obstacle or barrier have I overcome in my life and what did I learn from that? I bet you if you think of those three questions that you will be able to see an intersection where they kind of all fit together because you have an experience. Bob Buford wrote a book called Halftime. And in that book, it's like so many people, uh, especially in America, uh, they reach their halftime of their life and they go, what's the purpose of everything I've done? and they get this illusion this you know delusion he called it almost that they've got to drop their whole past and go do something different they could have been you know a high level cpa or executive you know financial officer in a large company and they feel like god's calling them into the mission field living on beans and rice when the reality is is maybe god's prepared them with that skill set to take into a new direction that serves their purpose and their potential even better. So don't discount where you've been to help you figure out to where you want to go because the strengths that you've built in the past, the skills that you have, maybe they just need to be focused in a new area.
0: Well, and you said multiple things in there that we could expound on. One that just came to me is you mentioned crisis. You didn't say it in these in these terms, but crisis often brings out more from us because it requires more from us. Now, the downside to that to some degree is that we as a people, as humans are generally more motivated or we take action more on pain than we do desire. So again, coming back to crisis, that's generally when we will expand ourselves, stretch ourselves. But in the day-to-day life, when things are fine, we often don't and then it's regret for what we didn't do that we come to later in life so uh, you know even that looking at what is it going to take the motivation the inspiration for us to stretch ourselves for us to expand ourselves especially when things are okay in the present moment so it, it takes that i mean this is a great time of the year to As we as we end this year and look for the new year, what are those goals? What more do we want? Do we expect from ourselves? Which was the topic of last week's show. Now, it's interesting that you said, Tom, you brought out three points from Joel because we have somebody right here on Facebook that posted another list of three. So I'm going to read those off uh, for everybody since he was so kind. And his name is Nitin. I'm not going to try the last name. Um, and he says, Find three simple things to to find your potential. Number one, what's in you that isn't in anyone else? Number two, what do you do such that people praise you? Number three, what do you do which makes you forget food, people, and time? I thought those were interesting, though I can't say that there's anything that I'm that passionate about that makes me forget about food. (laughs) But I do appreciate that. That focus. I mean, again, how to... So you gave us some resources, Tom, on finding potential. And it does definitely go into passion. But for a minute, I wanted to also just talk about... Uh, abilities, you know, how is it that we expand our abilities, that we find more of what we are capable of? And I did want a, another resource. A guy named Franz Johansson wrote the book, The Medici Effect. And I heard him in a conference one time, and he was talking about entrepreneurs, which is near and dear to my heart. I have a long history of helping people pursue self employment. And he said one of the key things that he found. From entrepreneurs, was not that they were more brilliant than other people, was not even that they were more risk takers. All in all, when he really boiled it down, a lot of times it came down to they just try new things more often than other people. They try stuff, they just try stuff. And I think, again, with a lot of people here, if we're going to expand our abilities, find out more of what we're capable of, we really do need to branch out into new things. I wanted to get your take on that. I don't know if it means we do things that are uncomfortable, but we just put ourselves in new situations to find what we're capable of. I mean, again, we've got to have that pursuit, a goal of stretching ourselves. What do you think, Tom? Absolutely. And, and what I would say there on that is, uh, you
1: know, we were, we were working with a business owner and this is just a classic entrepreneurial business owner trap that we see people fall into is they've capped their potential. They've, they've got in their mind, this is what I do, this is who I am, and the world needs to match my box, mm. right? And the world changes constantly. So our box, it may fit for a short period of time, but unless we change our box a little bit, pretty soon it's not going to fit with the world. And so here's what the solution was. This person had come up with an innovative new solution, but she was petrified to go out and ask her customer base, would they be interested? And so Howard Partridge, who's our business coach that we work with at Ziegler, he asked her this question. He said, uh, here's an idea. Why don't you call your top 50 customers or your last 50 customers and either face-to-face or over the phone, just say, hey, we value the relationship we had. We're glad that we've been able to serve you in the past. We have this new thing that we would like to present to you. Can I share it with you? It'll take two minutes. And then share it with them. And she looked up, and she's like, well, I could never do that. And he asked her the question, why not? And she didn't have an answer. And then he asked the next question, which I thought was genius. Well, let's suppose you ask all 50, and all 50 say no. Are you any worse off than you are right now? (laughs) No, you're not. Actually, you're better off, even if they all say no, because you've just found one more thing that's not a solution for your market, Mm -hmm. right? And so a lot of times it's fear, what dad said, false evidence appearing real, that puts a cap on our potential. And curiosity is what we know is the reason that things that people said never could get done eventually do get done. Right? Because the curious people, they just keep asking the question until they hone in on the answer. All innovation comes from that. All new ways of doing things, all new thought processes come from taking what you've known in the past and then adding a new component to it. And so that's the way we go forward. The other book that I thought might be good for somebody in a transition or a crisis is a book that John Acuff wrote called Quitter. And here's the idea is when you have a compelling why of this is where I want to be someday, maybe a year or five years from now, that draws you towards it. It gives you energy so that you can actually work and 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 invest more time in your passion and your dream. And so a lot of times we don't have to give up the stable, secure thing that we may not like that much right now, but it's it's feeding the family. We don't have we shouldn't give that up abandoned ship until we're close enough to swim to shore. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of this concept is you know, we start preparing our dream job while we're still working in our day job, and that's just wisdom. So if you're 60 and you're called in a new direction because you can see what you've built isn't going to be there for very long, you might have to take a temporary position to tide you over until you create that dream job. And guess what? That's the right thing to do. That will actually give you energy because the self-worth and satisfaction of knowing That no matter what the
0: circumstances
1: are, your why is drawing you towards it. So the question is, what's your why?
0: Well, that's dramatic. I'm going to follow or wrap up, Tom, by asking you to comment a bit on our upcoming event, the Goal Summit 2015. So... Uh, some, just to let people know a little bit more about that. I do want to say for those of you who are with us live, this is a last call for any comments you want to throw at us here on the Facebook page at dot show.com that we can address for you. We'd be happy to, uh, but on that right now we are again are looking at 2015 looking at goals and there's a quote that i just read and i've seen it before but it was a good reminder and it was in the uh, essence of if your dreams don't scare you they aren't big enough and i i i love that as i look forward and go what am i putting out there that i want to achieve and is it to some degree a bit overwhelming a bit uh, you know looking at it and going i, I don't know how i'm going to do that And having a goal, having a timeline, having some consequences even to what happens if that goal does not happen. So on that note, on looking at what can you do with that set a goal that's overwhelming that you're going to need some help with, you're going to need some guidance, you're going to need some pressure on you to actually come through. That's exactly what we have done with the Ziegler Goal Summit 2015, which you can find at Ziegler.com forward slash Goal Summit Two zero one five. This is an event. It's a some products that you'll get in a package. It is some live webcast that you're going to do with Tom and that guidance, accountability, a timeline and the consequence. What's the consequence is your investment in doing this is going to bring you to the table to actually make it happen because you don't want to waste that money. I mean, those are some literal things that are tangible in helping you walk out. We said New Year's resolutions that stick. So that's going to – tell us when it kicks off and a little bit more about it, Tom.
1: Okay, I believe the first one kicks off January 6th. I don't have the schedule right in front of me. Uh, But we have two sections of this. We have a goal summit, which is more personally designed, for those who wanna set personal goals around, around relationships and goals specifically. And then we have a professional one for those who are in business, maybe in sales, maybe doing presentations out there in the marketplace. And myself and a couple of people on our team will be delivering these live webinars. So once again, it's a combination of product which you will own and have with you as a support tool for the rest of your life. So you'll have everything you need right there in the package. But the benefit of these live webcasts that we're doing is that you will be able to see it in the context of 2015. And if you send in questions beforehand or during the webcast, we're going to do our best to answer as many of those as possible. And that's going to be going on through uh, January and February, I believe. Another cool thing is even if you miss one of the live webcasts, that's okay, because we'll be sending you a link so that you can watch it. And here's the thing. Is 2015 going to be your best year ever? Well, the question I always ask people is, well, is that is that by chance or is it a choice, right? And I believe 100% that it's a choice. And here's the reality is some people are going to make the choice to make 2015 their best year ever. And then everything's going to go wrong. But because they made the choice, and they choose to learn from the circumstances rather than be beat down with them, what's going to happen is it's going to be the number one growth year you've ever had. Now, for the vast majority of us who make the decision to make it our best year ever, and we put this in play, it is going to be our best year ever. So there is no downside to making this choice, sticking with it, following through. I hope hope to see you on there. It's going to be fun. Kevin, my favorite part is the Q&A whether they yeah. come in through email or live on the webcast or whatever. I just, I just love that. And when you have – I know this because when I'm driving down the road, and the voice in my head, you know what I'm thinking? It's a guy named Zig Ziglar, yeah. right? And I've talked to literally thousands of people, and they say the same thing. Why? Because they've listened to the audio over and over and over again. And really, that's the secret. We've got to change our programming. We've got to change the negative input that we've had through our life. To positive input when we do that that our output becomes positive
0: well hey i want to point out again the re- just what you said you love the q a that is a dramatic value to me in any personal progress that we want to have i mean there's so much information we know that available online for free some of the best information in the world absolutely free we all have access to it none of us are failing to progress and Because of a lack of access to the information. It's taking that information, taking that new knowledge, and applying it to ourselves. It's the same reason that we walk into a health club with all the equipment, all the information available to us. We should be good to go, go in there, do what we need to do, and get the results that we want. But we ask for help. We ask for what? A personal trainer, somebody to help understand where we are, our strengths, our weaknesses, the time that we have to commit, what we're trying to achieve in there. Is it weight loss? Is it muscle gain? Uh, What is it that we want to achieve? And get some personal help. That's what is available in these packages is you can come get the resources, but then say, hey, Tom, how do I apply this? How do I do this? I don't understand to do this. This is frustrating. I've heard this before and I failed at it. How do I do this? That's the point of this time. And I think that, again, that's the greatest value. The resources are incredible and having other people, other peers with you who are on the same journey, the, the group that's going to be participating in this with you, uh, but then also having the guidance from Tom and the ability to ask real world questions yep. is as powerful as anything.
1: Yeah. And I tell you, Kevin, just as a, just as an example, last Friday, I spent three hours one-on-one with one of our Ziegler legacy certified trainers named Richard Morris. And Richard is a 10th degree uh, black belt, Uh, He's one of the uh, top-ranked in the world in two or three different forms of martial arts. And he was working with me on how to walk. I mean, I have this pain in the middle of the top of my back, and it's simply because my shoulders are hunched over, kind of rolling forward, which if you sit in front of a computer a lot, that's what happens to your posture. And so he had me walk, and he said, Oh, Tom, you just need to walk like this. And he showed me the proper gait and how to hold my shoulders already, my posture is better, and the pain in my back is diminishing. And so a lot of times in life, whatever it is we want to achieve, it could be as foundational as we're just not walking right. And once we change our walk, the run goes that much better. So that's what we want to talk about, is even the experts go to experts to grow and get better. You know, why would we satisfy? Why would we be satisfied with okay when we can go that little bit extra? That's what I learned from Dad. And until... The end of his life, he spent three hours reading and researching every day because he knew that if he learned something new he could share with somebody else, not only would it change them, but it would change him. And so that's why that's another reason I'm excited about this. Absolutely.
0: Well, again, the you can find these packages, find this opportunity at Ziggler.com forward slash goal summit two thousand fifteen. And we will, of course, let our subscribers know about that. And if you're not subscribed with us and you're listening right now or what your view, you're one of the live viewers right now, right here on ZigglerShow.com, on our Facebook page, there is a little green button that says Get Show Reminders. It's a one-click deal. It'll uh, just access your Facebook profile information. So we'll get your email address and you'll be on our list to get more information on these events and and others as well with Ziggler. Also let you know when these shows are happening. Um, Now, real quick, I just wanted to point out here that we've got uh, someone here in the live audience saying this is my first time listening to this and it is awesome. Thank you. My question is, can I view the same podcast again? I would love to take notes. Yeah, again, if you'll just sign up for Get the Show Reminders, we'll let you know when these shows are happening. And then these are always recorded. The video is recorded, and you can see it right here at ZigglerShow.com. And this is also what we upload then into our podcast, which you can find us the easy places in iTunes. We're one of the top-ranked business podcasts in there. But if you just type in Zig Ziglar, you should find it readily right there at the top. I uh, just want to thank so many of you for being here. We, again, we had, uh, I think, our biggest audience today viewing, maybe because we let everybody know on Facebook right away, saying, hey, we're live right now. Uh, and I and I do, again, there's a list. If you sign up for those show reminders, I send out a reminder right before showtime as well. Well, Tom, hey, brother, Merry Christmas. I wish I was down there in Texas with you. Um, but I'm proud to be with you guys, proud to be on this journey with so many people who are trying to live out their full potential and uh thank you so to all merry christmas tom uh if you want to wave us off merry christmas and we'll end the show
1: merry christmas kevin we'll see everybody at the top
0: at the top all right Absolutely. blessings
1: thanks for tuning into the ziggler show sign up for new show alerts at ziggler you can have everything in life you want if you'll just help enough other people get what they want